It is a podcast about barbershop recorded today. Richard Reeving, Queensland, and there's Ashdown in Perth. Two Australians talking about the greatest hobby on earth. Oh boy, it's swell to say good morning, BHA. Good morning, BHA. Good morning, BHA. At eight o'clock at night, whatever it is. We can edit that out in post. Um, I can edit it out because <laughs> we, everyone knows, you do all the editing. Yep. Uh, well, it's it's uh, Ashley Schofield, Richard Reeve, and the original producer of Good Morning BHA, Adrian Gimple, uh, oh, wow. welcoming back. Oh, yeah. yeah, after all this time, it's only been a gap of fifteen years or so. <laughs> uh, and Trevor to, and yeah, that's right. <laughs> and to complete the TLA we'll foursome, that's all right. Trevor we'll Anderson. Um, so welcome, dear listener. And uh, this is a, a, a an episode that we are quite chuffed and uh, and and humbly proud to bring you, which is the the story of TLA. So um, uh, Anderson, Tre- no, that's an inside joke. Trevor, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, how about you kick us off with uh, you were a. You had fairly recently moved to Perth and joined VE uh, around the 2012. How, how long had you been there by then? Uh, it, was, it was all, I, I guess... It all happened so suddenly. <laughs> with, with, the, with the plan for uh, my, my now wife, Amy, and I to, to move to Perth, I guess I was planning a few, uh, a few moves along the way. Um, I bet you were. And may or may not have been uh, um, talking to a few people about uh, singing in a, in a quartet for the upcoming regionals. So, um, yeah, I had um, planned to join VE and was, was in the process for that, auditioning and, and so on and so forth. And so when we spoke to you about, about forming a quartet, were you not a full-time member of VE? I was still in Adelaide when we first were discussing it. There you go. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to have to believe you. That's not my recollection. But for, the, for the sake of... Um... We, we were discussing names while I was standing in a pharmacy in the inner southern suburbs of, uh, of South Australia, of, of all places. Look at the vivid memory oh, yeah. a certain young man has here. Yes, yes. Exactly. Uh, Adrian Gimple, what's your recollection of the uh, of the start of the journey? <clears throat> yeah, um, look, thinking back, I remember you and I were pretty keen to to, to start something. Do something. Richard Reeve from Australia. Um, <laughs> Australia. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> from Australia. 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 <laughs> yeah. Wow. You've got some editing work to do. <laughs> You've so much editing. I always do. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I remember you and I talking uh, about that and, and, and talking about personnel and, um, you know, mm. these guys were certainly there. And, um, well, I, I remember, I think you put it to these guys, I ran, ran the idea past both of these fellas and then uh, it took a while, but then I remember us being at a venue relating to some event, some chorus event. I'm being so... Can you, I was going to say, can you stop getting stuck in the weeds here, please? Just talk generally. Yeah. Come on. No, I think, I think you and I 
had a chat in in twelve, um, and and we said, listen, you know, Ash is a pretty smoking hot tenor. Yeah. How about how about we get together and and and, and he was pretty good singer too. Well, that's right. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, uh, so how about we? And so I I I think uh, we I, I said to Ash, how about it? And he went, well, what did you say? Um, well, in that time since uh, Brisbane in twenty eleven mm. and uh, Nexus. Uh, Breaking up or finishing up, mm. finishing up our time together. Uh, it's already started a new project called Lockout, and that was a little, little, uh, very planned project. And I was very committed to that because that was my little baby. Um, so that yeah, that this idea came along, and I was like, and it was uh, to me, it was sold as, hey, Trev's coming over. We've got to get him in a quartet. And I was like, well, let if I can help in any way. I will. That so sounds, that's how we suck like it him in. You nice. Did, that is exactly how you yeah. suck it in. <laughs> and I was like, hey, that sounds like a good idea. And I don't, I'm not sure when it's... Because we... Because Lockout was planned for the 2012 Western region, like well planned. And and then TLA, we didn't compete officially in, in Western region because it, was it Trev and Rich, you, you had something already together. Lock and load. That's right. Um, so we couldn't do another one together but we just thought let's do it anyway just for fun just yeah, so we entered for evaluation only yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and my recollection is we were I mean we were relaxed and confident going into into the Western Region Comp in 12 but um, we were pretty pleasantly surprised with yeah. when the judges just quietly said oh well had you competed this is the score you would have gotten we went oh hang on yeah. <laughs> you have my attention yeah. <laughs> Because I'd already, I'd filled in a bunch with Alliance, and I loved singing with Agent Rich. I loved singing with you guys, um, and the other two guys. Well, not Ian, because I was filled in for Ian, but I sing with him now. So no offence, Ian. But what are you saying? Well, I'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> You're going so well. <laughs> for, yeah. for, for the listeners, Ash has gone quite red. No, yeah. it was a um, no an opportunity to sing tenor against Adrian's lead. It was just you, you can't pass that up because that no. was. One of those, one of those things that um, can't pass it up. We've talked about seeing Alliance, Richard, you and I. We've talked about seeing Alliance sing "What Will I Do" in two thousand four and mm. two thousand five, yeah. and going, "Ah, oh, that's pretty great." Mm. <laughs> so yeah, so being being able to be a part of that. recollection was you, you sort of arrived in Perth with this being a, 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 an active discussion yeah yeah so um, I my, my memory is that um, when Amy and I arrived it was about three weeks maybe four weeks out from regional contest <laughs> and so there was already kind of this the, there were a couple of things happening and um, and obviously you know lock and load you know shout out to, to Mark Cozzo and, and Bodie Ledvi. <laughs> Brody, um, yeah, <laughs> that's right, that's right. Um, uh, of lock and load, um, that was kind of already, you know, on on the on the boiler, and and we kind of had these these conversations, and before we'd even left, there was a hey, you know, can we, you know, have a bit of fun and, and have a bit of a sing, and um, yeah, but um, you know, arriving in was was very much a all right, let's try and throw something together and um, and pull it together and and just have a bit of fun, which was um. You know, just just awesome. You know, to be able to 
just kind of rock up and have a have a few rehearsals and a bit of a sing and just just click with a with a few guys and um, that, I, that I hadn't had the opportunity to to sing with in, in both quartets. Um, and uh, and yeah, I, I was still a prospective member at uh, a VE at the time, and um, yeah, so it was was I guess all in the in the process. So and so, do we think that? Um, that you know, doing well at regionals in twenty twelve, that 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 was the springboard, was it, for us to look at each other and go, well, how about we don't make this just a one off thing? Do we want to just give it a bit of a go? Because I remember New Year's, I remember quite vividly New Year's Eve twenty twelve going into thirteen, we spent together at your place, that yeah. age, and had a bit of sing, and we mm. we skyped, you know, Eddie Martinez, and That's that right. was sort of the. I don't know. It seemed it was either the start of or the middle of a bit of a, a bit of a, a launch into twenty thirteen. Yeah, let's. Yeah, thank you for that reminder. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. I do you remember that New Year's kind of good times? Like that was a good New Year's. Hey, do you, yeah. want, do you want to actually do this thing? Do this. Yeah. yeah. But I think you're right with you know having got on stage together and um, and um, got the evaluation we got mm. was, was definitely a big surprise. Oh, without doubt. A very pleasant surprise, and it certainly uh, led to, well, you know, yeah, do we do this mm. seriously or not? And, and so at some stage after New Year's in the early 2013, we're all being pretty vague here, some stage early 2013, we just said, let's give this a go for the year. Yeah. Mm. Um, and so really, we sort of, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, fill in any details I don't have, but we basically just had a, a nice, smooth, uh, positive run through through 2013 and and yeah which basically fast forwards us through to the national convention yeah. it was where... a little bit like um because because trev your situation we didn't know how long you'd be in perth or like you yeah. know have you come in we're forever? sort of going so out. it's like do this as a as a, 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 the opportunity's here let's just do it for when it lasts pretty much yeah, yeah. and yeah. like let's not miss this kind of thing because that was a big thing for me with lockout i was like oh look lockout's my main thing mm. but you know that's yeah, I'm just singing tenor in this group. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone remembers one of my speeches, that it's, yeah, it's a throwback. Now you probably don't remember that. I remember it, but don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> You're so good at this. <laughs> well, one thing I do remember quite vividly is we in the I'm guessing maybe two to four weeks leading up to nationals, we went round to almost all the clubs in Perth. Yep. Yes, and we sang for them, which were, was such a great experience to a just be with other barbershoppers and just reach out and of course you know it's so easy to let weeks and years go by and we don't visit the other barbershoppers but just time in the saddle yeah mm-hmm. and I, I think that was an invaluable just just chemistry for us all and and um performance experience in front of audiences which then led directly into the relaxed nature that we went into the nationals in 2013 plus <clears throat> we didn't talk about goals we, we had similar, uh, we just loved music. We enjoyed the sound we were making together. We didn't talk about scores, no. medals, anything. We just went in to enjoy it and <clears throat> without even stating it, it was implied. We just wanted to go in and be musical and wow an audience. And, uh, and so the, the, the lead up of those uh, visits to other choruses was, was invaluable to make us nice and relaxed, have a lot of run-throughs of our, of our comp material yep. and turn up to... Perth and, and now is is it Trev's one of your favourite stories us in in the in the uh, the green room about to go on in the final <laughs> yeah so I I personally have a uh, 
Uh, Were you a bit panicked by this? Oh, I, I wasn't. I wasn't panicked. No, it was, it was just a little bit odd for me. You prepared I differently to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I carry a lot of nervous energy into into my performances, and um, and you know, there's uh, there's there's a, a ritual for me going into it, and, and it's fairly um, it, it's relatively kind of frantic, but it's my own controlled. Um, uh, my own controlled panic, which which you know, controlled on, on panic. Slow. Please welcome controlled panic. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is the yeah, yeah. That, that's a good word for it. Um, but it, it it prepares me then to when I go on stage to be you know in in present in the moment you know as I need to be and and, and I still remember we were, we were waiting side stage in in Perth in this little green room or dressing room or something ah, not, room, not yeah. far from from the stage. It was a new room. We hadn't been in there during the normal traffic pattern, and we're kind of kind of sitting there, and and uh, there, there's Age and Richard there's sitting. A couple in, of comfy in, couches. In they were comfy yeah, couches. Yeah, comfy yeah. couches, and there they were sitting, eyes, eyes closed, closed very yeah. very relaxed in their chairs, and I'm sort of thinking, oh god, they've fallen they, they, asleep. They asleep. What, what's going on here? So um, so there's me with this you know sort of bubbling nervous energy, and, and there's uh, Richard and Adrian uh, not helping, falling asleep in their in their chairs. So. Um, you, know, I, I you think, just didn't quite know what to make of it. <laughs> that's that's right, and I think the the thing for us is you know we were quite quite new as a as a quartet, and we'd never been in that that situation together before, and so we didn't know each other in that space as well as you know I would mm. traditionally know and sure. group, you know, mm. and so um, in in that moment I was like, I oh, that that seems really odd to me, but um, I, I think the one of the things for me compared to all of my previous. Um, you know, quartets was that that level of trust that every single member of the of the group was as on that journey as I was, um, and so that you know it, it actually didn't didn't matter. So I wasn't I wasn't panicked by it or anything. It was just such an odd right. Um, you just noticed you know, it, yeah. You know, thing to to kind of have in that yeah. in that moment. You know, <laughs> minutes before we walked on stage. Yeah. And so, guys, what do you remember about uh, about the four songs? I mean, I remember. Um, the, 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 the audience sort of whooping at the start of Hello My Baby. That was kind of cool. That was super, super cool. Uh, well, sorry, to, to take a step back, possibly among our first rehearsals, it may have been literally our first rehearsal, I don't remember, we sang Hello My Baby and about the second line, we kind of looked at each other and went, hang on. <laughs> That's, that, that goes all right. <laughs> Yeah, I think they've started my tradition of stopping and just giving, <laughs> giving Trevor a hug and being pretty grateful that I was singing with a, a voice like this. Yeah. So I remember the, um, the, the, the whoop in Hello My Baby and um, uh, I remember the, the pretty great audience response we got from, from all of the songs um, and, uh, and just, just yeah, feeling relaxed. The, the feeling of, uh, of, of not having something to lose was yeah. very freeing. Yeah. I, I remember standing out on the balcony in yeah. the hotel, you know, before before that, and we were very relaxed. And just I remember Ash talking about just um, just how free and easy it was, I guess. And 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 again, there was there was nothing to lose here. Um, you know, we all we all loved the experience of singing together. Um, there was no talk about anything else except for just enjoying the process, enjoying our time together. And um, I certainly hadn't, um, uh, you know, we're talking about how we all prepare and things like that. You know, I, I can certainly get stressed out in that sort of thing, not wanting to fail, inverted commas, air commas there. And um, it, it really was a whole different approach, you know, to, to what, and that's what I got out of the whole 
TLA Quartet experience mm. is just Big to lesson, enjoy this moment. Yeah. So, learnt a lot, but very, very vivid standing out in the balcony. I don't think we've even got a photo of it. We do, yeah. yeah. And, that was cool. Um, cool moment. That, that was a big deal. Mm. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, it, it was a... It was a formative moment, certainly, mm. in my development. Yeah. I remember um, thinking that, that um, I mean, sort of really, really, knowing, knowing that we had, just for the listeners, Adrian is, is vociferously motioning to me to uh, add, add uh, uh, elixir to, that's right, glig, 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 to, his, uh, to his gloss. Adrian but, um, water. Distilled water, please. Okay. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, I, I remember distinctly, getting great responses from the audience and then going into the, the metal call off and going, I, I really don't know where we stand here. All I know is we really, I thought we really connected with the audience really strongly. Yeah. And then, you know, can be a cliche, but totally the cookie fall, the cookie crumbles as it, as it may, It'll, you know, the results will be as it, as it may. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, and then, yeah, when, when we won, I, I think we're all a little, a little surprised, but it was just it was it was exciting. It was quite thrilling, actually, that and that moment. And it was I was really humbled and excited, and and it was a really beautiful uh, part of barbershop culture. Dan Cooper, actually, you can see from the video from the back back row, started a TLA TLA <laughs> chant. I don't know. It was sort of a sort of a, a chemistry of of, um, of lightning striking almost. It was just it was, it was a beautiful moment to me. Mm. It was one of the first times that we had all of the quartets on stage. Yeah, you might be right. It okay. might be early on in when we're doing that, and it, and I remember it being quite special. Yeah, from yeah. That point of view. Yeah, hundred percent. Cool. I mean, for for me, in in that position, I mean, you know, we, we've talked about it as a as a quartet. That in that moment, I I thought, you know, as we're going through the through the medals and. Um, and things I thought, oh, you know, you know, we've we've fallen out of the medals. That's, I thought know, the same thing. I, yeah. I, I, you know, thought we we'd done really well. I thought the audience response was really good, but I thought we, you know, hadn't hadn't fallen in the medals, and and you know that was okay. I was a little bit disappointed, as you, you know, as you as you are, you've you've still got a bit of expectation mm-hmm. and things, but. Um, you know, um, lockout was called in second. Yeah. I was so thrilled for yeah. Yeah. Um, for Ash and, and the rest of the team, and I was just like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Um, Can I just say, but at that moment, I was like, holy crap, I'm going to get silver a gold. silver and a gold <laughs> <laughs> because I knew how much better TLA was than yeah, lockout. Right. Didn't you know, two points just, better or whatever? Like, mm. it was almost two points better. Yeah. And just you know, from being and just knowing, right, feeling the sound every week. I'm yeah. like, well, we've got okay, oh, and this is gonna be crazy. Like, still with that little bit of like, something's gone wrong. But I was just like, I, couldn't <laughs> just I, I was just like, couldn't believe the lockout had got second for for one with a yeah. seventy seven. I was like, are you right. serious? Because because <laughs> the history you had come off a, a number of years working really hard with Nexus and yeah. not meddling, so yeah. it was really emotional for you to huge. meddle with your new quartet. Oh. It was massive. Yeah. And then, and then like, it started hitting me going, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to... And then, then Vicky Donnelly read it out. Yeah. Like, oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. So, um, we... That was uh, amazing. We didn't was even it? know how to hold a trophy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's actually a photo of it. Had to motion you over. Yeah. Reaching you across the, <laughs> across the body. <laughs> Uh, and I remember that Harmony <laughs> College being just just being a bit on cloud nine. We're getting we're getting coaching from 
KJ and, and you know other members yeah. are, are visiting uh, uh, American barbershoppers and just just really enjoying the moment. Uh, and we had a, a chat about going to going to international, and I think fairly quickly we we went, hey, listen, it's uh, you know it's an amazing opportunity. We we weren't talked, we hadn't talked about, but yeah. let's do it. Yeah, fairly quickly, didn't I'm pretty sure though. Didn't Amy run up to the stage and go, oh my God, that was going to make I actually quite vividly remember, uh, yeah, from close to the back of the auditorium, uh, yeah, Amy running up and then uh, as the then video Richard shows, I pulled her up onto the audience, <laughs> yeah. onto the stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently all she wanted to do was, yeah, yeah reach up from, from the ground, but that's all, that's all part of life. There is also a, a beautiful photo taken by Jen Squires of, uh, of Amy and I um, hugging on stage, which was, uh, which is, you know, very special as well, yeah. but, um, which was quite a, um, quite a wonderful memory. But, um, yeah, I, I certainly remember that as well in that, in that, I guess, um, that quartet coaching session at, at Harmony College and, um, it was almost this, so, so what, what to, where to from here? Like, what, what's your plans from here? And we kind of went, well, we, we've just, we hadn't discussed we've just kind it. of been like, we, literally we don't have plans yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you know, um, just, just with whatever happened and, um, and things. So it was a, I guess a moment, um, of, you know, our whole preparation had been, you know, from that, that new year's was, yeah. do we want to, you know, take this seriously to, to the national convention? We decided yes. But there was really no plan before then. <laughs> um, more, uh, uh, more refueling. Yeah, I did like that there was no plan. Mm. But organic. And yeah. the opportunity was going to be there. And we, obviously, we had talked about it because yeah. there was the excitement of the winner of this gets to yeah. qualify for Vegas. Yeah. So, you know, in Vegas. Well, yeah, I mean, Vegas. that's a once in a lifetime opportunity. So, <laughs> yeah, you know. Exactly. So. <laughs> One of the other really cool things was that that I think one of the things that really sticks in my memory about that 2013 convention was that it was our home yeah. convention. Yeah, um, You know, um, I think all of us had put blood, sweat, and tears into into trying to get that convention off the off the ground. Yeah. Um, and when it finally arrived, and, and you know, anyone who's been around barbershop you know, since around about 2013, we know that that was, you know, a huge mm. um, feat to, to get that particular convention off the ground. Um, to, like, to get to that, it was a real defining moment. And I think it felt, certainly for me, it felt like this this home convention, everything was just kind of happening. It was yeah. going mm. well. Mm. Everyone was happy. It was so well planned out. Um, and, you know, it was just running so smoothly. There were a lot of things added that year. So the John Little show was included that year. Uh, there was a lot of kind of new stuff that made it really special for, for quartets and choruses that year. Mm. Um, and, um, yeah, and, and it really had that, had that kind of feel. I, I think the other thing was that Musical Island Boys were one of the... Um, yeah. were one of the Visiting quartets. Two, quartets yeah, yeah. lunch break and MIB. Yeah, and, and it was really mm. special personal, personally. I, I don't know about the rest of the quartet, but certainly it was really special for me to share that with you know, our, our brothers from across the Dutch, um, <laughs> as it were. Um, you know, having achieved all that they achieved, you know, to, to kind of you know, share that mm. with them as well mm. um, through that. Um, and then obviously, um, then when we did get an opportunity, I'm jumping ahead a bit here, but um, to, to international in 2014, when they actually won, won yeah. for us to kind of be yeah. there when, when they had that, had that triumph was, yeah. um, was a really, it, it was just such a, you know, a, a moment that, that, that would never um, necessarily come together again like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
really was. Mm. And so, um, uh, correct me if I'm well, fill in for me, yeah, obviously the uh, 13 National Comp and then did we immediately start getting, you know, we, we did, pretty soon after they get, you know, 19 arranged and, and do we start going down to, to, to Denmark sort of before Vegas in 14? We, yeah, we started thinking about doing a show and like we started thinking, okay, how do we get to Vegas? Yeah. Well, that's the best way to be doing a fundraising show. So we started thinking about, okay, we need a whole lot of rep. Yeah. So I remember, yeah, 13 to 14 was basically... Building rap. Learn a whole bunch yeah. of songs. Yeah. <laughs> Which we did. We did indeed. We did some yeah. we did some big shows and like and like and had a pretty fun stuff. variety of repertoire yeah. with the eighteen wheels and yeah. why don't we just dance and it was it was great. It was so much fun. Basically like living the dream of run, like doing a classic barbershop yeah. show that yeah. I've grown up mm. listening to and yeah. you know, seeing. Um and like where did did we come with Sid the, we did a show in Sid did we do yeah, a correct. show in Adelaide so, oh, as well uh, we did we yep. did a show in Adelaide yeah, that's the one I, I think it was March 14 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. big yeah. rum shop day out in Adelaide um, with a with a culminating in a show yeah. that night a, a full barbershop community in South Australia um, came together for that that's right yeah. we recorded that, that on the GoPro that's the GoPro yeah yeah, 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 that's yeah, right. yeah. fish bowl can <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that is on I think it's on YouTube it is yeah and that I don't know was it Denmark Festival it's one of the that's on there as well. No, 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 no. I mean the the courthouse. That's yeah. one of our favourite mm. episodes. Was I think was that Denmark? Um, Russell. Yeah, okay. yeah. But anyway, so yeah, we got a bunch of stuff arranged. Uh, shout out to Nick Sherman for for arranging nineteen. It was a, a you know a, a beautiful arrangement. Nineteen. Uh, shout out to Eddie Martinez and um, yeah, really enjoyed seeing that. We we started to really. Um, Explore and develop and and enjoy uh, experiencing and discovering the, next uh, the nuances of each individual and, and giving each individual a, a, a bit of the line, the loin loit. You're welcome. We talk about um, you know working out who your your, your quartet personality mm. a lot. Like we've talked about it before, and, um, and it's a big thing to try and work out because it helps you f- find rep and think. And I and I think this quartet, we just fig- we knew that so early without even talking about it. Like it's from the songs we picked and things like that, it just all kind of worked. And then once we started picking, um, like nineteen and things like that, and um, just it just things just like yeah, me running eighteen wheels, like just yeah, you know, gave me like I just sat there singing ten all the time. It was great, and then I get get to come out and do that. But it's a bit of a sing-along, um, so I'll give you the first bit, and then you sing along after that. Oh, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, twenty-five, fifty-six, seventy-eight, eighty-three. We got to do some pretty cool stuff. Like I, I came to these guys and said, you know, hey, I, I've decided that I, I want to ask Amy to marry me, and um, and I would like to include the the quartet in that. Um, you know, the quartet had been such a, a big part of our lives, particularly since we'd been in, in Perth. Um, you know, I, I'd known um, these guys since before then, but um, but certainly um, since we moved over, um, the quartet and and respective families have become part of our expen- extended family. We didn't have any any family in Perth, and um, uh, yeah, so um, so I'd ask these guys if they'd be involved, and um, you know they reluctantly said, um, "Yeah, and, you know, <laughs> I guess so." And you know there was a bit of bartering over. I think your South Australian accent is getting in the way. I think without <laughs> question we agreed to be involved. Yeah, yeah. 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 
Um, yeah, so uh, so we, um, Amy and I, um, went out for a for a lovely dinner, and and I um, excused myself to to go to the bathroom, and um, and found these guys in the loitering, in the loiter, <laughs> loitering by the bathroom. And, oh, gosh, I guess we're uh, we're doing this then. So um, so out we came, and um, and you know in the um, in the restaurant, and was able to to sing. Um, grow old with you, which is um, obviously three of you were able to sing it. <laughs> I was totally choked up with emotion, and I wasn't the one proposing to anyone. I could hardly sing, as opposed to otherwise when I definitely can sing. Thank you very much <laughs> for those listening. <laughs> For the record, I think we're all a little impaired. Yeah, you know, it, um, it, that, it certainly wasn't yeah. our, our best vocal performance of uh, of our career. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, look, it, it was an incredibly special moment, and, really and I remember um, after we um, after we finished singing, <laughs> I, I said to Amy, I'd, um, you know, I'd, I I want to say something here, but um, I feel that anything I say will kind of kind of ruin the moment and so scrapped the the little speech that I had yeah. prepared and um and decided to just ask the question and <laughs> nice. um she nice. she fortunately um could have been very embarrassing <laughs> otherwise um said said yes and and the rest is history and we spent the next uh, I, I think it was about an hour calling family and friends yeah, it was the, very cute and yeah. the uh, the restaurant was very upset with us because they had a whole plan for, for the dinner time so um and and I think we ended up being the last ones to leave, but um, yeah, it was a <laughs> certainly was a, a very um, incredible moment that um, that I will always cherish and I'll always be thankful um, to these three gentlemen for um, for joining me in that. And I'm 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 sure I'm talking on behalf of Amy here. Um, I'm sure Amy would feel the same. Um, and Nelly was there too. She was filming. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's a, the video starts out well. <laughs> Most of it is, is, is Nelly sobbing. It's like there's a mild, <laughs> mild earthquake. Part. <laughs> Shaking of the camera. It's the heaving it's of the body. All part of the charm. Yeah. But you get the idea. No, it's it's um, it just yeah, it just reminds me of, of the amazing and, and without saying too cliched, life changing opportunities in the quartet to uh, to to sing songs of of really enormous meaning mm-hmm. yeah it's a bit like with rich you and i we've talked about the importance of um if you're starting a quartet making sure that you like the other people in the quartet <laughs> and you get along well because that's very important mm-hmm. and so if i think a good test is like if you can't get the other if you don't want the other three guys to be singing for a proposal <laughs> Yeah, that, that could be a good, good think, little, think again. Yeah, yeah. Have to think about that. If yeah. if not, maybe there's other other things that might might be alright for your quartet. But if you know, or if that if you think that these other three guys, yeah, I'd like that these guys to sing for my proposal, then definitely go for that yeah. quartet. And that maybe um, don't think that as your first. Let <laughs> no, me get to know them. Give it a couple of rehearsals, <laughs> maybe. A couple. Yeah, yeah. And that's of course in in uh, the infamously the, uh, the the New Year's Eve on twenty twelve going into thirteen. Skyping Eddie Martinez mm. and uh, and because at this stage it was it was promising but not, certainly not locked in not mm. and it was sort of you know we're sort of all you know uh, feeling around the edges and and I uh, and Eddie that's, that's when I was saying lockouts my number one not when we first did it when we first did it, I was like yeah we'll do this for fun right but when we started talking about it seriously that's when I was like right okay now I remember but and then um, and I I just went sort of it was sort of playful. 
uh, from what I recall, because we were sort of dancing around, will we continue with TLA? And I just said, with to uh, just asked Eddie, you know, if you were forming a new quartet, what would your considerations be? And without blinking an eye, he said, you got to like each other. Yeah. Um, and the four of us just looked at each other and went, oh, well, that's out the window, so we're just going to have yeah. to find some other reason. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like to spend New Year's Eve with people I don't like. That's right, exactly. That's right. That's right. But um, no, just, just on the, on the, uh, the songs that, that resonate, um, uh, sort of infamously, uh, I, I love singing baritone and, and harmony parts, uh, but I, I thought I would try to to branch out and see if there was a song that I, I could take the melody on and uh, just always, uh, I'm not quite sure how it evolved, but I had always been a fan of, of Red Gums, uh, I was only 19, and um, uh, I forget which, which, which happened in which order, but um, as I introduced the song in, in every time, uh, <laughs> I've got a couple of um, late great uncles who served in World War II and it just seemed um, a, a, a beautiful opportunity to, to me to um, just give the smallest contribution to acknowledging um, the, the, their sacrifice and, and that of every, every, you know, all others who have served in war um, to sing a song and, and dedicate it to them. And so, uh, and well, quite frankly, uh, uh, 19 is, is not a vocal gymnastic song. So, and I just, it sat within my range. So I thought I'd like to give it a go. So we approached Nick Sherman and, and, and he went, yeah, I'll arrange it for you. And and he did, and I think he did a, a, a fantastic yeah, job. Sure. And it became, you know, it became one, one of our favourite songs to perform. And, and every concert, you know, in, in, in uh, Frio or, or, you know, down south, etc. We did it in Sydney, we did it overseas mm. and international. It was such a clever arrangement because it, it allowed you to start low and then jump up the octave without it being too much or yeah. too low. Like, yeah, it was just, it worked so well. And then it had... Like, oh man, I just remember the ghostly bit or whatever. There was, yeah. I, I, I'm blanking right now on all the song, but um, there was just so many little moments on it. And the, the staging, we f eventually figured out the staging of yeah. it. And it, every time, like, yeah, when we got to sing that and it was mic'd well, not like at the World Harmony Jamboree, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> when, it was, when we worked it out and uh, it was such a highlight, it was like, sweet, this is. And talk about starting. Start, like when we talk about like performance and stuff it's like oh don't peak too early <laughs> Richard would start the song he would start the song before the song he would be at 100 <laughs> telling his telling his and story and then try and try and do that and so and, and then us guys try and I remember just focusing on the time the dot on the wall timing of do's and it's like I've got to nail the time yeah. of the do yeah. because if I think about what's going on here yeah it's I'm gonna lose it. And be <laughs> yeah, and Richard was telling his story, and I'm thinking Richard's gonna lose it, <laughs> and we're just gonna have to keep it together for him so that he can get through the song. Yep. Um, yeah, and and always did an incredible job. But <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I guess um, in in that our our job was certainly, and and I guess that's that's the other thing with quartet singing is that in in every in everything that you do, you have a job. And, mm. and sometimes the job is to is to be singing the melody and and um, and you know leading the leading the song and, and sometimes it's um, it's that you just need to be there to support your mates and that's both on the stage and off the stage um, and and I think that was the that was the really incredible thing about this this quartet was um, was that regardless of the situation we always had each other's back mm -hmm. um, and that that was the thing I loved about singing you know I was only nineteen was um, 
Yeah, well, well, my part was uh, was do 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 do. Apart from Richard, they were among the most important do 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 do. They certainly were. They certainly were. Yeah, it was being there and and creating that that support that I I hope and beyond absolutely Richard felt you know in being able to to present that that his interpretation of that song. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and well, sorry, H. No, I was going to say, and ultimately, it led to a real connection with the audience. And you talked about from the time we stepped on the contest stage, there was a connection there, and you, you singing that song really connected with people. We were down in Denmark doing the Denmark Festival of Voice, and that led to us being invited back to do a whole set of songs mm. um, around Remembrance Day and hundredth anniversary of the yeah, start of World War One. Exactly, yeah. and we went back there and, and put together a whole package of. Of songs, you know, and the guys in Denmark were pretty laid back, <clears throat> and we rocked up in our shiny grey suits, and they thought, we weren't they shiny? Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, it just it just led to that, and, and again, it's that connection with the audience and that genuine emotion that a lot of the songs, you know, mm. put out. You know, mm. Well, it, singing somewhere over the rainbow, which is one of my favourites, obviously, and it always makes me think of my grandmother, and yeah, you know, and to have have some great harmony underpinning those emotions was is is what I love most about you know stuff like it's a pinnacle for me when you've got you know the singing that comes together and plus you know that real emotion about whatever you're singing and to have both of that or all of that you know at once is is certainly what forms some of my favorite memories around this quartet I remember um, one of the things I'm most grateful for and I cherish most about uh, 19 is that the, the number of number of times um, someone from the audience, a uh, p- particular response. I remember our fundraising show at, um, in Frio leading up to, uh, to Vegas in 2014. Uh, I sung the song and uh, I looked down and, of course, uh, Mike Donnelly, who served for many years in the US Armed Forces. Mm. And I, I remember, I, I think I almost sort of, you know, mouthed to him as we were taking our bow or joked to you guys then or after the show that I'm glad I hadn't seen him during the performance because I just would have lost it. Just the, the, um, the poignancy of, um, of, of singing a song uh, with such power to someone who actually has yeah. served in the military just would have been too much for me. And I remember when we um, sang, uh, I think shout out to Tony Sykes for organising the Sydney Harmony or the Sydney yeah. show yeah. on our way over to yeah. uh, Vegas in 2014. So um, and I remember we sang that and then a, a, an elderly lady Came up to us um, <laughs> in sorry inside joke listeners um, <laughs> after the show and, and just said uh, you know th- you know thank me thank us so much for, for singing the song because you know she her husband had served in war and it was just it was very very uh, she just really appreciated the the, uh, the the song and the dedication to to people who served and it was um, even though it was just a, such a small thing we can do it's it's still can be very powerful and very poignant and it can it can allow people in the audience to feel heard and acknowledged and seen and, and thanked um, for, for what they've gone through and it can be powerful okay. um, so uh, so tell us let's talk about uh, we we're going to international we had to choose and yeah, so we well, uh, after a fair bit of thought we, we, we um, decided on Swanee but we wanted an original so who wants to, to take up the uh, this, this well age did you age, pick, it was pick um, uh, pieces of dreams song. and Talking with Alex about uh, arranging it. Yeah, I mean, um, going to international, and we, we we thought we'd um, thank you. 
I think it might have been Alex who suggested pieces of bronze. Oh, okay. I'm, okay. I'm pretty sure I was familiar with it. Yeah, right. And, um, and so he agreed to arrange that for us. And This uh, was fairly relatively early in his sort of international career. So yeah. it was a, a bit of a win-win. You know, we were, yeah. we were going to take a, a unique song arranged especially for us. Correct. And he got a song performed on the international stage, and which is cool. And because you guys have been with the Lions and you'd sung... Yeah. traditional songs mostly, yeah like, not, so, not custom arrangements yeah so there was an opportunity there so and and you and i trev we were like hey we just want to go i don't care yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know a little bit of, a bit of that Happy so, birthday. Yeah. Yeah. it's like you know yeah let's let's take this opportunity to get something yeah fresh out there um yeah morris let's, let's do an arrangement <laughs> oh yeah i think um i i, I distinctly remember there being a conversation with marty lubbock um shout out to marty lubbock at some stage, that he had seen this song that he didn't think had ever been arranged oh, in right, right. style. Yeah, okay. I don't remember if that. I think I feel like Alex had had that conversation with him previously, and had said, okay. "Hey, Marty, Marty had yeah. this song." And and uh, but but yeah, I mean, I, I was absolutely thrilled at the prospect of, of having you know an arranger of Alex's um, Cal- you know caliber and and skill um to arrange something for us price um, i think it was pretty cheap yeah. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> <laughs> only one longer. kidney <laughs> um but you know and and the the arrangement was was phenomenal i mean i i still remember we got the arrangement i think two days before rehearsal and i think i had it almost by heart mm. by that first rehearsal yeah. or something you know i was just absolutely enamored by the yeah. um by the arrangement and it just sat so nicely within my voice it was it felt as if alex had written the bass part <laughs> for me specifically yeah. um yeah I, I had such a ball learning and 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 presenting that on stage i think um i may be wrong but i think it was alex's first arrangement on the international probably was yeah. competition yep. stage uh, and uh, i'm pretty sure before international in 14 where we went down uh, south of WA, didn't we? Because we did at least two Dunsborough, Denmark, Festival, Festival of Basso, Festival of Voice. That, uh, courthouse thing. Yeah. That's where that yeah. happened, yeah. So, I mean, uh, to me, again, that was one of the highlights of the, of the experience. Uh, the, the, the thrill um, and, and the reminder that, that, quite frankly, most people haven't heard of barbershop singing. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, going down there to... Uh, to a festival of, of, of music and singing lovers and, and singing for such a, a warm, appreciative audience uh, was actually uh, really special and, mm. and, and exciting and rewarding. And, you know, a little... Um, we, we, we knew we had to uh, deliver, but it, it was... And, and the venues were amazing. Singing in that church was oh, among the, the most amazing <laughs> experiences. It probably, yeah. what, had maybe 100 people in it? Yeah. yeah. No, look, 50 to 100? Yeah. One of my very favourite... <laughs> so, 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 yeah, so intimate, yeah. Yeah, you know, we had that um, great little vintage-looking mic. Yeah. In yeah. front of us, so we all stood around a bit like the Bluegrass Band, you know. And um, we sang Over the Rainbow, and I think we just came out of the gates with that. And yeah. um, I, my mind was blown, it was just such a beautiful sound and experience as I was alluding to before. And we had, you know, hearing audible gasps from the audience at the end, and, and things like that. Yeah. It was just one of those magic moments. But I, I think so, so many uh, barbershop choruses, uh, you know, put the word around to try to get people to their shows and and 
Um, people come along to their shows, uh, uh, you know, with, 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 you know, moderate interest in the show and, mm-hmm. and supporting their friends and family, etc. But we had a room full of music lovers. Yeah. And, and, and it, it just illustrated how much more powerful an experience it is when you've got them really leaning into what you're doing yeah. and you're, yeah. you're actually sharing the experience. It was, yeah. it was yeah. really incredible. I what, think, you go. Oh, I, I think from, from my perspective, I think you know, the Denmark Festival of Voice in particular is, is a festival of voice. So you've got, you've got um, vocal stuff and you've got some other musicians and stuff and you've got poetry and you've got story reading and storytelling and stuff like that. It's all about storytelling. And I think as a quartet, um, where we found real identity was in, in telling a story. Yeah. We, we had songs like Hello My Baby, which is just a, a good old-fashioned barbershop. Get on the train you know, tracks and go. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, you sing, sing your barbershop chords, and we love that. But a lot of the stuff we, we chose and, and the things that we've talked about tonight, you know, 19, Grow Old With You, um, Somewhere Over the Rainbow, they're all songs that, um, that tell a story and, and for us I think we, we are all storytellers as musicians and I think that was a real thing was that yeah. there are people out there who love storytelling and it doesn't matter what the format is yeah. um, and, I, and I think sometimes we, we ask people to come to our shows for the, for the sake of you know, getting a bum on the seat but where that, where that difference is, is is when you get somebody who is interested in storytelling and we focus on storytelling rather than you know, focusing on the on the intricacies of the craft because mm. at the end of the day, when you go on stage, nobody cares about the intricacies of the star of mm. the of the craft, apart from the barbershop judges. In that contest, it's about storytelling. At, yeah. at the end of the day, you know, connecting with that audience, and and that's been, I guess, a theme um, through this um, this discussion has has been that. That's the thing that really you know, you know, drew home for me, and and in that. Um, in, in that same festival, we, we ran a workshop and we're kind of thinking, oh, I don't know how many people will get there. Nobody knows who we are. So we sung in the opening showcase and then all of a sudden we got to our, our workshop. Packed to the rafters. And it's packed to the rafters and they're bringing in chairs from elsewhere <laughs> and, and everybody's standing around the outside and things and we're kind of going, oh, gosh, okay. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. What did um, we even do for yeah, that workshop? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like a what is barbershop kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got some people to sing some tags and, and tag, stuff. Yeah. But um, it was the, it was this you know um, peculiar experience of of having having so many people um, coming to see why it is that what we do is different from what they've and what, why what else we love seen. doing it so much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. It was interesting because I think we were one of the first barbershop groups to really reach out and go to uh, a choral-type festival that wasn't just purely barbershop. I could be wrong, but I know, you know there wasn't a lot of barbershop happening at those things, and we were keen yeah. to get down there and get in front of a new audience yeah. and just to get barbershop out there. And, and it was so refreshing to have that literal give and take from yeah. us to the audience, you yeah. know. It was, it was mm. just push and pull, give and take, and uh, we got as much out of it as, mm. as, as the audience did. It mm. was... It was it was I think awesome. we gave them a full-on assault of barbershop that day. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> TLA, VE and Lockout were all there. That's yeah. true. I don't know if I... If, was it... We kind of just followed each other around in a yeah. circle, yeah. like rotation yeah. around all there the were, I, venues. There was, that was one of those moments where I'm like, I am doing too much because yeah. I had a little solo in a VE song and I forgot my words. Mm. And I was like, oh, too many songs. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and I came in like a bar late. 
But uh, I, think, I think this is the word. But anyway. Yeah. No, I mean, you know, barbershop and it's barbershop good. is a well-known, at least in Perth and WA, as um, producing high-caliber stuff. Mm. And again, it's just an illustration of, you know, when it go getting beyond learning your notes and words. Yeah. To to te- so you can get to telling that story. This know? is where and, yeah I love like what Trevor, yeah, what Trevor was saying about storytelling. It's it's massive and and the yeah the best groups do it. You know the highest scoring groups do it mm-hmm. the best because they've got so much of that technical stuff out of it, and then they've got to that next level of things and then um, and that's where that's where you know that's where those high seventies and where we were getting to where we were kind of at right. and like it's funny how like if it, if we <laughs> we love doing the storytelling I think if if it was acceptable and saleable and people wouldn't fall asleep, we would do a whole show of ballads. Yeah. Because <laughs> we would love it. Yeah. yeah. But um, it doesn't work like that. But no. um, We brought out a, a guitar at one point, the Seven Bridges Road. <laughs> yeah, and that was just for a bit of non-archipelago. That was hilarious. <laughs> Non-capella. But we actually, yeah, it was... Can I just say that? This is, one of, <laughs> this is one of the things I loved about this group, um, is that we, we weren't comedy at all, but... We we always like our rehearsals had plenty of like eighty percent laughter, <laughs> um, and then twenty percent rehearsal. But um, our shows, yeah, we love the ballads, love that storytelling. We throw an opener in, do this. I was like, oh, we need a bit of a novelty song. So we did eighteen wheels on the mm-hmm. big rig. That's pretty funny, but just. Um, but that worked every time. It did, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but the I just uh, the the idea of. Uh, Richard having Richard come out and go really in depth into a cappella and how important it is and how much we love it <laughs> just before we do a song with a guitar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just one that, of was those. that was great. Yeah, doing over the rainbow and funny. then Richard would tell his little line of and of course that song comes from a famous movie <laughs> Rambo? Robocop. Robocop. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. Ah, oh, the audience lolled. Yeah. Um, and Ash, you can edit this out in post, but uh, at the risk of being a bit <laughs> self-indulgent. But yeah, just speaking of, of this really... Whole, this whole podcast is self-indulgent. Uh, really, <laughs> yeah. really special experiences. No, oh, it's, it's BHA, audio, oral history. Um, <laughs> we, um, yeah, we, we, we uh, found ourselves in, in the, you know, an old courthouse down in mm, Basso. And uh, it's just the typical, fairly small building, but stone and and just hard surfaces everywhere. Timber. And um, and it just it's just the acoustics was extraordinary. So we just we just went in there on a bit of a whim, really. I think we wanted to sing in there, but we, we were going to sing a tag or something. Ooh, we got to sing in there, um, at some point, and yeah. we ended up singing about six or seven songs <laughs> in there. And uh, and, and uh, you know, a, a couple of people came in, then a couple more, and a couple more. And uh, it was just, it was just such a, a, a beautiful, in, you know, enriching experience, not only within the quartet, but also it was just really beautiful for, for other people to, to choose to come in as well and, 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 and listen and, and be part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it was uh, really memorable to, to just hear those, just the, just the, just the acoustics in there.
Suddenly, we turn around, and all these people have walked in the door to hear us sing. Yeah, this what um, yeah, this one of the highlights in this quartet for sure was just in general is trying to live in the chord for as long as possible mm-hmm. because it's just so good. Mm. Um, so for the to in context, I guess we're currently sitting in with um, Adelaide. Adrian and I have travelled to Adelaide as well as Richard has travelled to Adelaide, but from a different direction. When was the last time we saw you, Trev? Was that in Adelaide? In 18? Yeah, it probably would have been 18. My goodness. Yeah. I reckon the last time we goodness sung gracious. together as a quartet would have been... Uh, what? Did, did we, we, even, do we sing? even have a sing there? I don't think we had a sing there. Wow. It was all, oh, no, we did. Surely we did. We sung um, Grow With You at oh. a concert the night after the wedding. Wow. That's right. Oh, wow. Yeah. What? Jeepers. And before that, I think it was Newcastle in wow. 2015 or whenever that was like. <laughs> we did go. get together Time goes I knew it was 16. Uh, Melbourne was 15. Knew he was 16. Yeah. 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 But I think the last, I distinctly remember Newcastle, you know, one of the things we found a corner somewhere yeah. and, yeah. you know, yeah. um, beer in hand. And yeah. I just wanted to uh, reiterate Ash's point about uh, accumulating a, a variety of repertoire where each of us uh, gets to contribute and without without seeking the comedy, it was really organic. Yep. And it really, uh, you know, including the joke about coming second, like you used to tell, we just sort of, we just sort of, we just sort of organically morphed into that, for, for, which was a great idea of yours to break out of the, of the, like, where do we go from here after 19? There's just this, the whole room is just, just just jaws on the floor going, oh, great. You just just sung about the tragedy of war. Yeah. Uh, you know, good luck with that. Yeah. And then Ash just sort of re- just recovers the room like that. It, it's just, that, that's one of the, the, the things that was so fantastic was, was, was organically evolving a, a show set that, that had its ebbs and flows without shoehorning. Uh, things just sort of uh, uh, evolved and, and mm. rose into place where they, they worked really well. Yeah. So, so I for, think... Yeah, for context, so after 19, I would mention how Richard would, was in an Stedford... No, you didn't even say that. You said, wasn't that... You, you were very vague. Isn't that some story, Richard, you've got to tell <laughs> yeah. here? And I go, no, the audience doesn't want to hear yeah. about that. But And he'd egg the audience on. Yeah, you do. Basically, he was the only competitor in something and came second. <laughs> <laughs> it's, fu- it's funny the way I tell it It is, it is. <laughs> Just for context is, yeah, Just to break the ice after such an emotional thing like that um, Come to me for all your um, set <laughs> what, what worked really well was that we did the singing And uh, Richard and Ash did the talking <laughs> Very true <laughs> Very right. true Singing tenor was that, That's a, a very different highlight But singing lead in quartets Now that it's so you, you, don't, you do not want to be the talking yeah. guy yeah. You, don't have, you don't have other responsibility Yeah, yeah right yeah. And I don't talk good <laughs> anyway, um, can, we, can we now um, Go back to mm-hmm. Before we got did you, did, Went to somewhere else Back to Forward And going to International very kind of interesting international journey yeah. where we well, we went to LA 
Mm. Yeah. The man at the gate who got um, Trevor's <laughs> name wrong. He <laughs> 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 thought his first name was Anderson and his second name was Trevor. That's weird. Uh, but anyway, that's been a that's one of those inside quartet jokes, sorry. Uh, but then from there, we moved on to Shit, Texas. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Ah, coaching. We did coaching with Mark Hale. Mark Hale. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, in LA. Yeah, yeah. in LA. Yeah. yeah, that was yeah. Um, and yeah, they yeah, went we to went Texas. To Texas yeah. did some shooting and we, had the best we, steak I've ever had. But we had because we had a we had a spot on the VM pre pre contest. That was show, right? actually amazing. Go, so that's, that was that's, astounding. Like, that's definitely and, a reason to fly to Texas. <laughs> and we sang really well on that yeah, show. Yeah. Age was sick. And by the way, I <laughs> my gosh, my, my sick bed. I'd been in bed Death thinking bed. I was gonna die. <laughs> For two, for a couple of days. Because of course, when know, you go to America, we you get sick. Do you know what that was? Huh? Do you know what that was? It was some sort of a fluy. Just a fluy thing. Yeah, I honestly thought I was going to die. It was some Crazy. different strain from the Australian one. Yeah, but I remember. I distinctly it's remember. Been two days in bed. We, it up we had a um, in the LA in the LA house yeah. where you slept. We, we did. Wardrobe. We did suggest to you that you shouldn't be licking the floor. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. What, what was the uh, maybe? Three hundred, three to five hundred. That's sort of like a few hundred, not you know, well less than a thousand. So it was a, a good critical mass, but not a, a big auditorium. And I just remember standing there, and uh, and uh, it was after after the first or the second song, we were you know taking the applause, and I was just trying to be present in the moment because arguably the most well, this is a big call, but arguably the most iconic barbershopper of all time, Jim Clancy, the, the director of The Vocal Majority, the most iconic chorus of all time, yeah. sitting in the front row, giving us a, a standing ovation for, and I was just like, it actually doesn't get any better than this. As I recall. It was amazing. As I recall, Ringmasters was also in the front row. Oh, were they? Standing up. No, I don't recall. I recall very little of that. <laughs> yeah, I remember Jim Fancy for so, sure thinking, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. What? Yeah. Isn't it funny the things we remember? Super cool. Because yeah. I remember being, like, warming up in, like, the gymnasium of that high Yeah, school. I remember that vividly. Yeah. thinking... Yeah. Oh, this is an American high school, like on TV. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, that's my main. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> but it oh, oh, it and incidentally, was. we went and sang for Jim Clancy. Yeah, yeah. it literally <laughs> was. <laughs> it literally was like everything for those at home who haven't been to the states. Like, all performed in the, in one of those posh, you know, US schools. It's literally what it's like. You know, the the gymnasiums, the hallways, the the classrooms is literally what you've seen in, yeah. in those soaps and stuff. We could go on about the Texas. Yeah. Well, there, I mean, there, there's a little bit. So, so Richard and I stayed with a guy named Jeremy, who was the wardrobe guy for um for VM. For VM. And at the show that we performed at, the uh, the the chorus higher ups didn't quite like the tie, I think, of of the outfit. Um, so VM. Jeremy got a call, saying we need different ties. For 150 members of a chorus going <laughs> about to go to Vegas, so yeah, so Jeremy, so uh, Rich and I were in Jeremy's place hanging out, and he's just making calls to any tie guy he knew. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. How many tie guys did he have? But also, we went to see where JFK was shot. That was that really. Was cool. I mean, cool, but like quite yeah. powerful. It was, yeah. It really was. Yeah. yeah. Standing on the grassy knoll and looking, it's like, that's where it happened. Like, it was where really... this happened. Like, yeah. yeah. It's thing I've seen in movies and footage and it's just weird. It was man. quite powerful. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, um, yeah. So that, but that was yeah, that was yeah. Witnessing the VM machine was mm. quite amazing, mm. um, and, and seeing that, that as much as they're a machine, there's still a chorus like everyone else, where like the guy gets still up blokes. going, "Hey yeah. guys, we need help with risers," and yeah. no one puts their hands yeah. up. <laughs> it's like okay, mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> VM are the same as everyone yeah. else, but mm. they just yeah, they have a yeah, look, diff- operate at a different level. VM are, are the same as as everyone else, but um, uh, Amy and I stayed with a, um, a gentleman by the name of Graham. And, uh, and Graham um, is an expat from the UK um, who was commuting. Yes, I'll repeat that, was commuting yeah. from England wow. to the US for three years to sing with the VM. Bloody hell. Every month he would fly over for a week to do two rehearsals with the VM. Um, and after three years, he decided, mm, that's enough. <laughs> and so he and his wife uh, packed up and moved from the UK <laughs> to Texas. Um, yeah. And he started his own business um, yeah, as a um, home remodel business um, and doing incredible stuff. Um, but yeah, you know, moved to the um, to Texas to be able to sing with the with the VM and because Eddie, uh, mate Eddie Martinez drives from Austin every week, doesn't he? Three what three four hours? Yeah, each way. Uh, we yeah, did a bunch of other things, some, but then we went some good barbecue in Texas. Oh, oh. <laughs> I got to experience one round of barbecue at yep. Salt Lake. Oh, that's when, and you died after. <laughs> and then, then I died after that. Yeah, yeah. and so it definitely wasn't the food because we all had. It wasn't the food. It wasn't the food. It was just something, yeah. Uh, but so, um, yeah, yeah, so then we, we um, Vegas, and we did a bunch of things, and we um, yeah, then sort of uh, that was a pretty pretty good highlight. We were like rocking up, and my family was there. Yeah, nice. They they. Picked us yeah. up in a limo. Yeah. <laughs> I had a limo. That's right. Picked us up. Yeah. Uh, that, that whole convention was all, all in one building. That was that was when I... Yeah, we went to MGM. And there was one point where we had to walk out the, out of the building to go <laughs> to a different part of the building. And at that point, I realised I, had, I hadn't been outside for three days. <laughs> <laughs> like, and oh, it was hot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Really, oh. There's Ooh. a reason why I hadn't been outside. But, but like, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, July in Vegas uh, is hot, guys. Yeah, <laughs> we spotted Shane Warne at the bar. Yeah, oh, Chat, chatting up, chatting up some. And, and some we were well, respecting his. You know, he doesn't want to be interrupted by yeah, everybody so Aussie. Uh, so we didn't go and say hi, but he was just yeah. It, mm. You know, cricket not being that big in America, he was just sitting there not being bothered. But Shane Warne sitting at a bar, like. Three metres away. Oh. <laughs> so this is the first time hearing of this story. Too fancy. Yeah. <laughs> that, was after, that was after Blue Man Group. Okay, right. <laughs> the water yeah. show. Uh, so what do you remember about international? Like getting on stage. Because that, that was my first time as a quartet. Mm. And we, witnessing that, witnessing being in that machine. We sang the we anthem sang the as anthem. well. Yeah. The anthem was great. Yeah, yeah. yeah look, I, I mean, age has been, had been so sick. And had, you know, been able to fly across to um, to Vegas, but yeah. um, you know was still you know on bed rest right until I think the morning of or the night before yeah. or something like that. So we um, we had a bit of a rehearsal and mm. um, uh, and whatnot whatnot the night before, but um, on the day of our of our contest, you know, early in the morning was uh, singing the national anthem, mm-hmm. um, and honestly for me that's the was probably the biggest highlight. Like super still, cool, you know. It really was standing like, up in front of all these barbershoppers, almost all of whom are not Australian, yeah. and singing the national anthem. It's super cool. 
joyful strains, then let us sing. Advance, Advance Australia Fair. It's just such a big stage, like literally, metaphorically, literally. Um, listening back to the, the, um, our performance in, in Vegas, I was actually really proud of, um, we, you know, we'd worked really hard uh, with, with various coaches and just it was so clear the improvement we'd made from, Sid, uh, from uh, Perth in 2013 to international. It was, yeah, really proud of that. We'd worked harder. It was really evident. It was just, it was just better. And it's really nice to know that you put work in and you can notice the difference. I think one of the really cool things about going to international as a quartet and not being in a chorus is that particularly when you don't, like when you're sitting in the, in the, in the 21 and below, um, which we you know, realistically knew we were going to be in that, in that kind of zone, um, is that you do day one. And then the rest of it is just party time. Yeah. Like, um, you know, we, Soak it in. Take, yeah. yeah, there's we, no, we there's no pressure. There's, there's no stress. <laughs> we had a, had a backup to just in case. Yeah. For um, those who don't know, there are three rounds at international. There's a quarterfinals, which round about the 50 quartets sing. And then, and then the semifinals, the top 20 sing on about the Wednesday. And then uh, from that, the top 10 sing a third time on the Saturday night. So for most quartets, they know they're going to sing in the quarterfinals on about the Tuesday, and then the rest of the week they just relax and enjoy everyone else singing, except if they're in the chorus. So that's that's the background of what Trevor's yeah, saying. Yeah, you know, from from that perspective, you know, it was it was just such a you know we got to sit in all of the sessions and and we got to see um, you know the best quartets in the world, you know, um, coming up on stage and best choruses in the world, you know, coming up on stage that you know. Um, Musical Island Boys, you know, I, I mentioned earlier, um, they they won that year. You had um, like it was a a bunter contest. You know the uh, the chorus contest Bunta. was insane. You're making Bunta. up words now. Yep, is <laughs> a word. Come on, is it though? What, what country do you live in? I mean, did you play that word in Scrabble? <laughs> 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 um, but like. It was just, just like in, incredible to, to just experience all of that and, um, you know, just, just to soak in that barbershop culture. And, and at one stage, I think for a morning, we had, a, you know, about three hours off. So Amy and I went to the pool um, for, for a couple of hours and, and then literally um, about half an hour before contest, everyone got up and left <laughs> to, to go into the, um, to the contest session. It was, it was a bit, um, it was a bit crazy. It's surreal, yeah. Yeah, I mean, M MGM Grand is a, is a behemoth. It's a phenomenal of a, experience. Yeah. Of a facility. It's not but, a building, it's an experience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's absolutely a behemoth. But even still, you know, there was such a high proportion of people that were just like, oh, I'm going to the barbershop contest. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. get up and go inside and yeah. have my shower and, and go to the barbershop well, like, contest. It was like, so. the, 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 like the tide going out or a wave going <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, it yeah. leaves everything exposed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, we came back from that. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, and, and Ash has just left the table, dear listeners, but um, I think we kind of knew that um, Ash was going to focus on lockout for a bit. So we kind of knew that we would... We would um, uh, not what well, we would we were going to have to sit out 15 anyway oh well 
Yeah, uh, 14, 14 anyway. Yeah. Um, but um, we started recording for a CD, uh, yeah. so we, we put, a, put a few tracks down for that. And uh, in, the, in the 15 convention in Melbourne, we, we sang away our gold and, um, uh, and uh, we, we, you know, said we're still recording, but do a few things. And so the, the, the remainder, there, there was no sort of, you know, we had broken up. We just kind of stopped, you know, we, uh, rehearsing and, uh, and then here we are, here we are again, singing again. Ooh. So it's not like we've disbanded. We just sort of stopped doing stuff. No, I mean, you know, I mean, Trev returned to Adelaide, you returned to Queensland in due course. And, um, Which made my feeling about the quartet pretty clear. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we got the message. We got the message. <laughs> Loud and clear. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, um, yeah. So I mean, we, yeah, we never, we never really disbanded. No, as you uh, say, uh, yeah. yeah, we, 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 um, we rehearsed when all four of us are together. Yeah, <laughs> we rehearsed in Newcastle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, as if I, this is what I would do if I was interviewing um, anyone else on on the podcast. What, what, what are you? What are you? What, <laughs> 21, well, well, 22 what, what, TLA, tell 20. Yeah, no, that's true. But what are you, what, what's it, it, one or more? Like, what are your key takeaways from your TLA experience? Not that it's over, but but to the, to up until now, who wants to who wants to go first? Richard. Okay, I'll go first. Um, so, firstly, uh, I would reiterate um, Eddie Martinez's uh, comment of of you know, do you like them? So you you really spend a lot of time with the quartet. Um, secondly, we've actually covered so many, you know, really great, uh, uh, points on this, this, uh, session that I'm, I'm really grateful for having experienced with the quartet, uh, when choosing repertoire, um, uh, really thinking about what organically, uh, each per if an individual brings a song to the quartet saying, I'd really love to sing this and they're on the melody, then the others generally go. I'll do my best to support that. Mm -hmm. And it, it often works out yep. because there's a reason the person has brought this. I really want to sing this uh, in, in the melody. And that, I think that's really powerful. Mm -hmm. um, thirdly, for those of us who aren't ten, generally melody uh, singers, having an opportunity to sing the melody is massively beneficial musically, uh, from a stage presence perspective, um, just, just personally, as, as the guys were saying, bringing a, a story or telling a story, bringing that to life and being sort of responsible for community, the main person that we're all responsible in a quartet, of course, but being the main person responsible for communicating to the audience, that's a really enriching, a challenging, but a really rewarding experience. Um, and in relation to International or, or Busso or Dunsborough, any of the others, um, I, you know, keep an eye out for opportunities to be involved in things. But when things come up, you don't know what tomorrow holds. Yep. So if you can, do the thing in front of you because it's often really wonderful experience. Yeah. So that's my takeaways. Who's next? Uh, do I have to go first and second? <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> I, I think um, for, for me, um, and, and just touching on what, what Richard was talking about, you know, the experience in front of you is the, the experience um, that, that, that is going to shape everything that, that follows. Um, so we, we had some incredible experiences, some of which, you know, we haven't talked about in this podcast, you know, things like, you know, we, we sung at a 90th birthday party and we, we, we performed <laughs> at, at Ash's family's, you know, oh, the Christmas, Christmas yeah. party and, and stuff like that. 
Those are some was, of the fondest memories that, cool. that I that have really in, this, in this quartet. Um, the biggest thing for me is, um, and, and this touches on, on Richard's point around, you know, do you like the people? Um, you know, quartet is family. Um, you know, it, it was it was very true for, for Amy and I being in Perth away, away from family, um, was that this quartet and, and their families became our family. Um, they um, protected us and they helped us and they gave us advice and support and... Um, and, and that that's so in, important in in a quartet. You have to have each other's backs. Um, if you're not, if you're not that level of um, of people, it can become not always, but it can become you know a real challenge. But um, the the fact that we got along so well, you know, most of our rehearsals were at um, were at Adrian's house with a with a young family. Um, and we got to know the whole family and we, we had dinner together as a whole family and um, we, we did so much together. We would you know, go to events together, you know, whether we were singing there or not. Um, that, that time together was so important. Um, I, I think the other thing is, is just relishing in the music. You know, we, we spend so much time um, critiquing ourselves and trying to get better and better and better. But at the end of the day, the, the music that we're making now is 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 special and it, and it's precious. Um, be present, you know, with your with your quartet mates and um, and be present with with the song, with the story, um, and and be as as vulnerable and as honest and as genuine as you possibly can with your audience, um, because that's where the memories are made. Yeah, yeah, I think Trev has said it really really well. I mean, personally, what I've got out of the TLA experience was. Um, not to take myself so seriously, you can get so wound up wanting to put in a good performance and score the points in front of the judges and all that sort of stuff. But, um, yeah, I, I think I learned to chill out, you know, a lot with, with, with TLA and, um, and not feel that and sing to the audience. The judges are part of the audience, but, you know, it's that connection that makes it really special. And I know even before TLA, you know, I had experiences where I was able to connect with an audience and they're the things that stick in my mind and uh, put the work in learn your notes and words get all that out of the way so you can connect with an audience and yeah how's that feel so for me um I, this just clicked just then I it was one of those early on when I said you know that that new year's ish kind of discussion when I said Lockout's my main priority. It's because, because <laughs> just before I was like, oh, look, when Trev, you were saying if you see an opportunity, take it kind of thing. Um, and I was sort of thinking, yeah, if you see something that you can hitch your wagon to that's going to get you somewhere, do it. Hmm. But it clicked that that was one of my things that I didn't want to do. Early on, when I was, when you guys were talking to me, because I knew it would be good, <laughs> so I was like, I want to do this on my own, because mm. I wanted to lock out to do the thing, and and make our own journey and all that. I just you know didn't want to just go cool. A couple, of, a couple of gold medalists. That's that's um let's hitch my wagon to that and off, off we go. Um, but I also couldn't pass it up. You did it anyway. Very glad that I didn't, and. It, and it, once again, it became, from our conversations, it became not about any gold medals. Mm, it mm, was just mm. like, yeah. let's just have some fun. Mm, mm, and and I, <clears throat> I took that on to lockout as well. Um, and 
onwards, you know? Mm. So mm. that's my big lesson. Yeah. Just mm. have a good time. A couple of things, just picking up on you, what you guys have said. Uh, so clearly we're doing second round here. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, uh, I, as I age, I think you were saying, be prepared. You know, we, we were so relaxed because we were prepared. Yeah. Uh, not only having the sort of the, the, uh, the mechanics out of the way, but we were just talking before we came on air, live on air, uh, <laughs> that, um, that we had spent... Uh, like two to four weeks before the, the Perth uh, convention, visiting uh, the, the, the um, courses around Perth and singing for them and, and, and road testing, practicing, uh, you know, uh, time in the saddle, just, just mm-hmm. giving, having more time together in front of audiences. So when we got on stage in Perth, we were really pretty relaxed. Hence Trev's story about Age and me with our eyes closed in the green room because we're literally just relaxing there going we've got this yeah. and 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 audiences pick up on that yeah. Yeah. um yeah. and i remember being on stage and really i mean age and i've said this before you know i feel like there's nothing to lose but um but just being relaxed and enjoying the music in the moment and then whatever whatever else happens happens um so yeah so mm. as trevor was saying enjoying the musicality and we really it, it's such the double-edged sword with uh with competition I'm a huge uh, fan of competition in relation to um, spurring us to get the best out of ourselves. You know, we are a social species, so we kind of always want to do the, you know, better than the next person. That's just, you know, the way we've been over the thousands of generations. Um, it, it gives us a specific goal to, to aim towards, and you know, logistically, time-wise, etc. But we can get in our own way, and that can that can actually undermine. The enjoyment, the number of times that, that, that whether it be chorus or quartet, we've got off stage and gone, oh, thank God that's over. Now can we do it again and enjoy it? <laughs> what? <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. We want the first time. And I, I felt, and I think it's the same for the, for the other guys, the first time we enjoyed it yes. uh, on stage. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. and that's invaluable. Mm. And that's what I want to do it. Mm. Yeah. So, eh? No, I just... As, as you say that, I think while we, we, we seem to come across being pretty carefree and relaxed, there was a lot of design to what we did, you know, um, from, from each individual rehearsal and the purpose of what we did to the sets that we got up for the festivals and then, you know, even getting a set up for uh, the Remembrance Day thing mm. and, and things like that to just planning to get together for meals before rehearsals, mm. planning to, um, yeah. um, planning to time just to chill and be relaxed yeah. in, in each other's mm. presence. Yeah. And and I guess you can design the experience you want out of a quartet. If you've got the, the four guys that are on the same sort of level, mm-hmm. you can design your experience. You don't have to be like uh, you know a little sailboat bobbing on the ocean. Here you can yeah. set your sails if you've got four yeah. of the right. Yeah. <laughs> 
So, I hope we've like, made a lot of sense tonight. Have we? I uh, don't think so. Some. We've made a lot of something. I don't know. We've made a lot of something. A lot, yeah. Um, I think I, we, we call it there. That was a, a pretty, pretty, um, pretty thorough. Succinct, pretty exhausted. Succinct yeah. uh, 90 succinct, minutes. Yeah, no, no. 90 <laughs> minutes. I have, um, well, I, I will uh, feel free to uh, close out in any way you want to, but I will simply say, uh, yeah. I just finished. Ash, Adrian. We'd like to thank our sponsor for tonight, Mr. Pickwick's <laughs> particular tawny. He's pretty particular. 750 mils. Moited. Wow. Gone. Moited. Um, yeah, no, guys. Uh, Start the end of that again. Trev, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Age, Ash, uh, thank you for one of the best times of my life. It's time for